your dad. It probably shouldn't take the time to write this to you right now because I think things are about to get really intense really fast. But I caught some really cool Pokemon and I had to tell you. I caught a big rock who's also a ghost, a naughty little Eevee, and a sweet little blue noodle. I also got slapped by a fish, which really hurt. Didn't it, Sealy? Oh, no. Sealy! We have to be quiet because they think someone broke into Luca's lake house. We're trying to ambush them before they ambush us. It's an ambush on ambush situation here, Dad. Wish us luck. <laughs> okay, 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 let's do it! Yes! So, Pearl. Yeah? <laughs> uh, you said you were ready. <laughs> I thought I was. So, Pearl. Yeah? Where we last yeah? left off. Uh-huh. You and Luca have <gasps> made your way back to the lake house. We, yeah, we, we're all there. I promise you. We're here. The door's open. We said goodnight, Spugnet. It was real cute. And then well, I was like, we should take another personal day. And then the door's open. Well, it's not open. It's not locked. It's not locked. What are you doing? Do you stop him from, like, opening the door? Yeah. Look, you always lock everything. Like, you always lock up our SS Speedmeister. It's weird. Yeah. And Luca, like, processes this for a moment and gets this, like, concerned look on his face. And he, like, looks up and down the street. Pearl starts to put her Pokeballs into her shirt. <laughs> you start to put your Pokeballs into your shirt as you are wont to do. Yes. What are you going to do? Maybe we should just check and see if anyone's in the driveway. Uh, you look over and there there do not seem to be uh, any cars in the driveway. Oh, sorry. I guess my brain was thinking we were at a back door. Uh, gotcha. I, I mean, I think he was probably just going back in through the front door since as far as you guys were concerned, it was just going to be the Lake Boys there. In my imagination, the way that the house lays out is that it opens directly out to the beach. So since we came up through the beach, we'd go through the back door. Oh, that like the back side of the house is toward the beach. Yeah. Oh, I can dig that. But also, I'm 1,000% with you. It's not really a matter on house plans <laughs> or floor plans. Yeah. Well, either way, yeah, let's say that. Let's say that uh, since the house does essentially go right up to the beach, that it is the back of the house technically that is to the beach. But that said, if you take a second and go check the driveway, you do not see any car in the driveway. Okay. Is it weird that I feel so weird? Am I just making this up? Maybe it's not that big of a deal. I mean, no, I, I think it's fine that you feel weird. He, he's whispering now. Oh, okay, you're whispering now. Gotcha. I mean, you're just a really responsible team. Yeah, no, and there's no other reason that any of the guys would have left the house. Maybe they did, but they were definitely asleep. I mean, they were super asleep when we left. I mean, maybe. She and Celie Oop. put on our masks. <laughs> she hands one to Luca. Oop. <laughs> How would you like to proceed with the house? Look it's up to you. Maybe we go in through another aerial? Like, are there any windows we could look and just peek into? You look over toward the window of, like, the living room and stuff. The curtain is drawn. Did we draw the curtains? I think so. I mean, I think this okay. is you guys were, okay. like, Oh, yeah, we were the, asleep. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. On every floor? I'm thinking second story here. There is no second story. Ah, it's a one-level cottage, okay. yeah. Well, I guess we should just um go in, but just... Be super chill. Well, which, which door do you think we should go in through? Uh, I'm sweating. Uh, um, I don't 
no, it's your house. We'll do whatever quote Lucas says, but I want you to decide. Back door. You want to go in the back door, like through the kitchen? Yeah. Okay. And I would like Fanta to be my active and okay. for Celie to be tucked into that ball. Locked. Celie is locked. All of my Pokeballs are in my shirt. Yeah. All of them. If they take if they take a Pokey, if they try to snatch one, they take me. I am them. Love it. We are one. <laughs> we are family. I got all my Pokies. Oh, Pearl, focus. Go ahead and make a stealth check, Pearl. Okay, with advantage. Thank you. Does Fanta have stealth proficiency? Oh, you know, you know that that's not true, but that was really kind of you to still give us advantage. <laughs> that's, that's not quite what I said. Yeah, that was really sweet. That's not quite what, what I said. A great DM. No, Fanta's clumsy. <laughs> Canonically clumsy. Luca's active at this point is L, who does have stealth proficiency, so he's going to roll his stealth. Yeah, 19 plus. That's that's not bad. Not too shabby. Mine's 16. 16? Okay, so y'all yeah, go, are going in pretty quiet. We're doing good. So you and Luca make your way in through the back door, going in through the kitchen very, very quietly. Luca knows this house very well. And so uh, as the door is unlocked, there's no sound of the dunk of the lock moving uh, as he unlocks it because uh, he just very quietly twists the knob and opens the door just as much as he needs to in order to get inside. And then you follow directly after and he closes the door silently behind you. You're in the kitchen and it is quiet. I'm so scared. Oh. What do you do? Is there a frying pan on the stovetop? Not on the stovetop, but I mean, it. there's certainly... Too much of a risk. Can't get it. If you want to grab a frying pan from a from a cabinet, I think that you're like, we'll roll that into that same stealth roll. It's not like you have to fumble around to try to find one. I think that you can mouth frying pan and Luca points at the drawer that one is in if you want one. But will I have to roll to get it out of the cabinet? You rolled well enough on your stealth, you could make sleight of hand an advantage. No, I, that is way too risky. <laughs> I know, I, even with that, I can't do it. So we're going to keep going. Okay. What would you like to do then? The kitchen then opens up into the living room area, and then from there would be where you would access the hallway to like the rest of the bedrooms and everything. It seems quiet. It's quiet. Hate that. <laughs> Uh, I think we're going to check on the lake boys. Okay, so you peek around the doorway of the kitchen to look into, like, the living room sort of area. They better be there, Jonah. They better be there. As you look around, no. you remember that when you left, they were all sort of, like, strewn about the place asleep. Jonah, remember, this is a children's podcast. Fun for the table. Fun for the family, fun at the table. You look around and you remember that they were strewn about the place to sleep and they're various, you know, like and uh, I turn covers and stuff. And I see that exactly as is. You see figures under blankets, like on the couch and on the floor and everything. With your perception that you just live with, you are pretty positive that some of the sizes of, of the bodies under covers and things are not the sizes of the Lake Boys as you oh. remember. My, those dirty ratchet hobos. <laughs> oh, I hate those hobos so much. They are, oh, 
Okay, 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 okay. That was just around the corner, right? That is to a- To like, boop, with my head. Yeah, that's out. just you poking around the corner. I'm definitely getting a frying pan. <laughs> okay, go ahead and make the sleight of hand with advantage. Next one, Silent as the night. You, I think, seeing these figures in the living room- Look at Luca like, I want the frying pan. Uh And I think the L slinks over to a drawer and silently opens it for you to grab one out. And she silently closes it. Can it be a walk? A walk? Yeah. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) You grab a walk. Because it's just extra large. Just so much stir fry here in the Salvatore house. Yeah. (laughs) You have grabbed a walk. I think that you noted like the stirring of one of the figures maybe kind of angling to see if they thought they heard a noise whether it was around the front or around the back but still trying to appear as though they're asleep but with y'all's stealth rolls and uh, whatever is under the covers perceptions it seems as though whatever it is is not moving yet oh my god oh no 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 what do i do what do i do what do i do i've got a walk i've got luca what are the other exits out of this house? The other exits is the front door and the back door, and then, like, windows. Okay, I think we should split up. One of us be closer to the front door, one of us be closer to the back door. But in my imagination, here's the great room. I'm making a square with my hands, guys, for the listeners. And there's the front door and the back door, and the great room has pretty easy access, like, leads into them. Yeah, so, like, when you open the front door... You're, like, walking into the great room, living room sort of area. Directly to the back of the house, like, on the opposite side of that room is where the kitchen is. Great. And then from the front door would be to the right. So from where you're at toward the back, it's to the left is the hallway that leads down to the bedrooms and everything. Great. But if you are trying to traverse the living room, that will be tricky. Oh, you're telling me that the kitchen doesn't also loop to the front door. Correct. It does not. Gotcha. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Cool. Thank you. I will also say that with your passive perception, you do hear a slight bit of movement uh, that seems to be coming from one of the rooms down the hall. Oh, man. You're trying to make me rush my decision. Okay. Pearl is going in. Pearl's going in. Pearl's going in. And this is how it's going to go down. She opens her Pokeball. It's Fanta, right? Yeah. We slam on the lights, and she goes, wake up, you hobos! And then Fanta yells, and she immediately swings at the big butt. (laughs) You're swinging at the biggest one? I am swinging at the biggest butt. Don't censor me on that. (laughs) Ready, aim, wake up, you hobos! Oh, flicks the light on and just slams that big boy. Pearl roll initiative. Yes! Hello, friends. Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. I know this is a terrible spot to put the announcements, but this is the only place in the episode where it makes any sense. So I'm going to make this quick so we can get to this battle. 
I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our fabulous partner, Dice Envy. This week, check out the Rhyme Scheme set. They're a color variant of their very popular Frost Dice, and they are so good to look at. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com slash QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you'd like to give us a boost, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you would like to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at QuestCoJunior. You can also hang out with us in our QuestCo Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So please, if you enjoy our show, let other people know. Seriously, this week, tell one friend who you think would enjoy the shenanigans and the danger and the peril and the other shenanigans. And if everybody did that, there would be so many new people checking out the show. With that said, we'd also love to see you posting about the podcast. And if we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Speaking of fan art, we've gotten some more fabulous art recently. Thank you to River for sending us a bunch of lovely drawings. Future George Foreman, Coconut, Spudnik, a comic of Tufus and Darla, so much fun stuff. If you haven't seen those, go check out our Discord, and soon those will also be on the fan art page of the website where we've got a gallery of all the art that people send us. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. I'd like to take a moment to thank the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the songs Video Game Land and Dramatic Scroller. Thank you to Glitch X City for so many songs this week. Team Rocket Hideout Remix, Team Rocket Battle Remix versions 1 and 2, Hoenn Gym Leader Remix, Diamond and Pearl Cyrus Battle Remix, Red and Blue Lavender Town Remix version 2, Sinnoh Gym Leader Battle Remix, and Johto Ice Path Remix. Thank you to Visitor for the songs Eerie Mausoleum, Mini Boss Fight, Dark Sanctum Boss Fight, and Sunset Over the Treetops, and Thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action and fight. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. 
I am so upset. I don't like any of this that's happening. Uh, uh, uh! Pearl, what did you get for initiative? I had 18. Do I get a surprise round with my hobo? I don't think so, because you specifically turned the lights on and made a racket before actually going to uh Yeah, but it's like when your anybody. pupils get dilated. Tell you what, you can make one attack with the walk, and that is Thanks. your quote That's surprise round. That's all I want. Walk, walk. Walka, walka. So, with initiative rolled, Luca got a natural 20, and then you will be right after, followed by whoever's under these blankets. Pearl, as you turn the lights on uh, and you start just screaming and going to uh, hit one of the closest figures, the largest one, you said, with this walk, with this frying pan, you turn the lights on and boom, go ahead and roll to hit. I'll give you advantage on this. All right. The power of the walk. It's just me, Pearl. Yeah, just you, Pearl. And it's your strength and that's no proficiency. My strength is actually a minus. <laughs> but I think the power and the anger is so real that it is a 17. 17, 17 hits a dude. The walk feels right in my hands. <laughs> I feel like this is actually a weapon I've always been meant to have. Go ahead and roll a D8. Oh, yeah, six. And I also have a swollen face, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> Man, Pearl's looking awesome in this app. <laughs> Pearl's looking real tough. Pearl's toughed up. Yeah. I mean, she's always been tough, but she's roughed up. Yeah, Pearl's roughed up. As you spank this large figure, as that happens, you hear, oh, oh, no. And you see. that's right. Bursting forth from underneath that cover. Thwomp. We're our friends. Simultaneously, from underneath the covers on the floor, you see Bob. You punk. Ah. We knew you'd be coming back. Where are our friends? And out from the third blanket, on the chair, the cover flies up in the air. You do not see Tim the intern. Who are you? You see a large dark blue and teal bipedal Pokemon resembling a poison dart frog. It's got a large like neck sack and on its hands, the middle fingers have a long red point on them. Did you eat Ted? As it goes, it also has a W-shaped mustache. <laughs> Your aura reader goes off. No. Now into initiative proper. Luke is up first with L as Thwomp throws out the Clefairy. And Bob says, all right, Graveler, get out there. It seems that his Geodude has evolved since you saw him oh, last. No. Oh, no. Okay, we're going to use Icy Wind and Quick Attack on Graveler for L. Okay, cool. So first, she will roll to hit with the Icy Wind. That is only a 13 total, which does not uh, hit the Graveler. <sighs> and that's the exact same roll, 13 again as the quick attack also does not land. I think that both of the things actually hit, but just uh, the rocks have gotten bigger and harder on this, you know, Pokemon as it's like, Graveler! And it is unaffected by her attacks as she, Sneasel, rushes forth at it, recognizing these familiar foes. It is your turn now. Lake Boys, where are you? You hear once again the faint sound of struggling down the hallway. <gasps> Luca? Yeah. I gotta make sure they're okay. All right. She runs and then she's gonna get them out of the hallway first. 
Okay, so you were going to rush down the hallway with Fanta? Yeah. Okay, I think I can't leave Fanta there. Leave Fanta in the living room? Yeah. You can. You'd just be going to the back by yourself. I think I'm going to do that. I'll do that. I feel confident with Fanta. If you want to leave Fanta there to just go hog wild, mm-hmm. then I would allow you to take somebody else if you wish. Okay. Well, they're all in my chest, so that's fine. But, uh, okay, yeah. I think I got to go and, and check on them and make sure they're okay. And she looks at Fanta and she goes, you're a big chick now. Kick them. And she will run down the hallway. All right, so you are leaving Fanta here to fend for himself against these foes. So essentially what I'm going to do, just because I still want you to have more agency in this and not have me running like every single thing, is I will let you roll a D4, and that'll be the move that he uses, and you can decide like who he's going to use it on. Cool. As you go down the hallway to go in this other area, you can take out another Pokemon if you want. I won't take one out unless I have to. Okay. Okay. If you do that, it'll take like your action on your turn, obviously, to, to throw out another one. Okay. If you decide to at any point. Okay. Well, then I guess, well, uh, in, in precaution, I'll take a Pokemon out. Cool. All right. So uh, we'll say that that's going to be your action on this turn. And does Fanta have like a bonus action? Because I think that th- I, after this turn, I will split you and we can like give him his own initiative. But for right now, does he have any kind of bonus action or anything? Or is that going to be no, your turn? That's going to be my turn. Cool. So Fanta is going to uh, prepare himself in a defensive stance, taking a cool martial arts pose. The the Kung Fu chicken is going to wait there. Uh, I think probably like blocking you from the rest of them in the living room. Like he'll come to the entrance of the hallway and stand his ground as you run further that, that way. I love that. Yeah. He's cut you off from the rest of them. So which other Pokemon do you want to take out then? I'm going to take out Coconut. Okay, cool. So as you're rushing down the hallway, you release Coconut from the Pokeball who rolls alongside you as you're heading down that way. Go ahead and roll initiative for Fanta. 18. As you run down the hallway, you turn around the corner and you look into Sam and Wallace's room. In there, you see the Lake Boys all tied up together and their Pokemon all seemingly KO'd and tied up together. Okay, okay. And also, you see Tiny Tim tightening (gasps) the ropes. But much more importantly, next to them, glaring into the last one of the Lake Boys who still seems to be, like, up, uh, you see Scott actually just sort of, like, fall limply as looking directly at you. A large purple cobra-like Pokemon. Again, your aura reader goes off as you see more shadowy energy coming off of it. And somehow, even though it is also reptilian, it also has a W mustache. Uh... As it bears its fangs at you. What are you doing? Oh, uh, hello. That is your turn. Okay. Oh no, this is bad, guys. This is not good. Oh, no. Oh, guys, I'm sweating hardcore. Next up is the frog. Now, I will say also, in addition to your aura reader going off, you noticed uh, with the frog and also with the cobra uh, that in addition to, you know, their their bad aura, their W mustaches, it also seemed as though they have some sort of like headpiece, earpiece thing in. You notice that. Since L is up in the business over here, the frog is going to run forth and try to come down with one of these uh, pointed fingers onto L. Oh, no, no, no. Those pointed fingers are not good. I know that. I don't know what this thing is, but I know that that can't be good. Using Shadow Break. Oh, wow. That's only a 12, though. Mm, whip it. 
which will miss L. Yes, beauty, beauty and grace. As she ducks out of the way, she was having her onslaught against this large rocky creature, but then seeing this other more nimble opponent, uh, she gets out of the way, and it seems as though they're, they're like jumping around the room trying to get at each other now. It is then Bob's turn with the Graveler, as he's like, all right, Graveler, roll out. And the Graveler is going to attempt to hit L. That's only a four, though. Yes. Uh, plus eight, 12 still will not do it. Good. As it tucks its arms in and uh, goes after her. But uh, she is now hopping around the place with the Toxicroak as they're uh, both trying to hit each other with uh, it's her claws against its long pointed finger uh, that seems to have just some like venom dripping off the end. It's like, ding, 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 ding. And then it's Thwomp's turn. Oh! Oh, my bum! Oh, no! Ah! Mm. Oh, Clefairy, just shadow screech! Just get in there! Yeah, that's gonna leave a sore mark. You're bruised like a peach there, punk. She says in her head, if she was there, she would say it out loud in that room. And L will take damage as shadow screech hits automatically, if you recall from Double Battle Bridge. Well, I mean, they were all ganging up on Elle, so I'm just thankful that she dodged two attacks. True. She got out of the way most of it. There was just no getting out of the way of this one. That is seven points of damage. Wow, we got a lot of enemies happening here right now. There are a lot of people to fight. At the top of initiative, taking a cue from you, Luca's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, let's do that then. Let's get some help out here, L, and he's going to let out Tarzan, the Grovile, to yeah! act independently as sure. he still controls L. As now the two former Shadow Boys are united against Team Nasty. Yeah, buddy! Who is going where? Luca does not realize what you're running into down the hall. Yeah. He just knows that they are outnumbered in the living room right now, so Grovile and L are still Great. here in the living room. Okay, cool. But as Grovile comes out, wielding his new leafy sword. Ah, so cool. Tarzan and Fanta, a fighter and a monk next to each other. Brothers. Cool, cool brothers. L is going to try to quick attack the Toxic Rogue. Guys, I'm so sick. This is a very stressful fight. There's a lot on the line right now. With a 15, she will hit. And rolls pretty well as that's five points of damage from her attack as they are just jumping all over the living room right now, hopping off the couch and off the walls and everything. The five points of damage from the quick attack do not seem to phase the toxic rogue. Mm, I'm scared of that thing. I don't like that thing at all. If we get poisoned, that's not going to go well, guys. Speaking of poison. Oh, gosh. Arbok and Tiny Tim are now in the initiative. Yeah, they are. They both had 19, so they'll go just before you. Wow. The Arbok, as you have run into the room, is going to see the Pikachu down there next to you and stare into his eyes directly. I need Coconut to make a wisdom save. Come on, buddy. You're really, really smart. You're really smart. 17. 17 does uh, succeed on the wisdom save as the Arbok's glare does not seem to have an effect on Coconut as he says, yeah, that's right. It said, I'm clear as day, sir. As the Arbok sees it not taking effect, it goes from its raised position and lowers itself to the ground and starts slithering towards you. It's very upsetting to look at. Meanwhile, Tiny Tim sends forth the Rotom. How many can you have out right now? Oh, that's not mine. <gasps> and the Rotom will try to astonish Coconut. 
That's 12 to hit. No. Does not no, hit. No, get out of here. <laughs> you punk. <laughs> the Rotom's attack does not find purchase as Coconut has been a part of this old song and dance before. That is the end of their turns, though. You and Fanta both had 18. So do you want to go first or do you want Fanta to go first? I want Fanta to go first. Okay. So go ahead and roll that D4 to see what Fanta's going to do. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I forgot I don't even get to pick the move. Yeah, because he is acting oh independently. Gosh. It's the third. Okay. Flame charge. Flame charge. That's not what I would have told it to do, but it's fine. Exactly. Dang. Is he going to use it on Clefairy, Toxicroak, or Graveler? Toxicroak. He's the scariest to me right now. Okay. That, that's fair. And he's new, you know. I think that's valid. Oh, gosh. 29. 29? Yeah, that will hit the Toxicroak. 12 points of damage. All right, 12 points of fire damage. As he is hit with the flame charge, the Toxicroak will use its reaction to use revenge. Punk. That's only a three, though. Wow, everybody's rolling really low. It's going to be one of those, I guess. Okay, I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm so sweaty. Plus nine is still only 12, so the revenge does not find purchase as Fanta maneuvers out of the way, knowing fighting moves very well. That's right, that's right, buddy. So that is Fanta's turn then. Pearl, your turn. I've put you in a tough situation. You know what? I still am going to try Thunder Wave and bonus action quick attack. Is this on the Arbok? Yeah. Cool. It's an Arbok, by the way. Thanks. What a gift. Love you too. <laughs> What's the DC? 14. 5 plus 7, 12. Yes! That's what I needed, bud. Way Ooh. to go, Coco. Ooh, that's going to hurt. Pearl gives it the biggest little, like, scruff on the hair. Like, good job, good job. That is going to hurt. Oh, it's going to be one of these boss fights, huh? Don't act like you're <laughs> upset, okay? <laughs> so with that, your quick attack will have advantage because the Arbok is paralyzed now. 19 plus 6. Yep, hits. Huh. <laughs> Two points of damage. Two points of damage to the that Arbok. That was cute. That was cute, bud. Still proud of you, but that was cute. It's a big, thick snake. This is probably the kind of thing that Pearl was worried about uh, when she saw the Dratini earlier. Yes, and 1,000%. it was like, oh, this is something uh, serpent like. Uh, this, however, is uh, a much more frightening sort of uh, danger noodle. That's your turn then. Um, She looks at Coco and she goes, This is not Dratini. Okay, really hit it, bud. You can do this. That then takes us back to the Toxicroak's turn, who is going to, uh, at this point, try to hit Fanta with Mud Bomb as it blows up the big sack on its neck and then shoots forth some mud. I knew something gross had to be in there. You know that there's gross stuff in that sack. 13! Yes! It's got a plus nine and it's a 13! Proud of my baby chick. The mud bomb misses then, I assume. Yeah, that's right. Dang. Dang. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I honestly don't have the highest AC, y'all, but that does miss. Yeah, no, it's just another one. It's like the, it's like Moody all over again. It's just ah. low rolls. Oh my gosh, that's the story. It's a long fight, though. The crew's just been hard to hit so Things far. Things can change. Uh, that is also very true, but that is the Toxic Croak's turn then, as it misses. It's then Bob's turn, who is going to uh, once again say, all right, come on, Graveler, you get it this time. Roll out, as it's just starting to bake a big old mess in the living room now. Really, uh, just the whole house. Any rooms that are inhabited at this point are just just a mess that already. That is so funny. That is a 17 to hit L. Oof, all right, this is going to hurt. 
Three plus seven, ten, double to twenty points of rock damage. Oh, that hurts. It's not great, because you know she is a glass cannon. Uh. As that is a big, big rollout attack that makes contact and sends her flying across the room. I think she, like, smashes into a piece of art on the wall and falls to the ground. Oh, buddy. It's then Thwomp's turn, who's going to say, All right, Clefairy, get her there with another shadow screech on the bird. Ooh, max damage on that. 11 points of damage to Fanta. As that shadowy Clefairy lets forth its awful screech, that then will take us back to the top of initiative. Uh, for my own sanity, I'm just going to uh, also put Grovile up there at the top with Luca. I have sent you Tarzan's move list. Tarzan, upon his purification and evolution, did uh, pick up the extra move feat. So, since Tarzan has five moves to choose from, roll a d6, and if you roll a six, I'll let you pick the move. Okay, nice. Three. That is going to be Leaf Blade, as the Grovile brandishes the sword. Okay, uh, Graveler. Graveler, all right. Oh, I forgot. He technically knows six moves. All right, cool. wow, okay. (laughs) Because he knows cut right now because of the uh, sword. Gotcha. (laughs) But Leaf Blade on the Graveler? Yeah. Roll to hit. 16 plus 8. Yeah, that will hit. Decidedly hits. 23. 23. (laughs) Oof. Doubled to 46 points of grass damage. buddy. Oh, my gosh. The bro ship is so real right now with Fanta and Tarzan. It is so real. That is a massive hit on that Graveler. But the Graveler has the sturdy ability. When this Pokemon takes an amount of damage from a single hit that's equal or greater than half the Pokemon's maximum HP, the damage is halved. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. Okay. So. Dang. So it's just, like, not super effective. Correct. But still, that was a really good, really good hit. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still 23 points of damage. Super proud. As that was still uh, about a good third of its health, even so. Go ahead and roll one more time. If you roll a two, he can use quick attack. Oh, okay. Two! Hey! Who do you want to quick attack? Um, Clefairy. Okay. So he rushes forth, does the cool anime run with the sword, and swings it up. Uh, and with the leafy blade, strikes the Graveler, who does steal itself and, and brace for impact. And then Tarzan goes to quick attack the Clefairy. A natural 20. Great. Will hit. Five points of damage. Five points of damage to the Clefairy. Good turn for Tarzan. Swinging! Proud of you. Didn't see any of it. Can't wait for the recap. <laughs> it is then Luca's turn with L. What do you want her to do? We want to do Metal Claw on Clefairy. Metal Claw on Clefairy. Okay, roll the hit. Come on, baby. You can do this. Oh, Nat one. Nat one. Dang. Does decidedly miss. I think that L like goes to rush over to the Clefairy, but I think that the Graveler is in the way and just doom. Can we quick attack still? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, 10. Uh, Will also miss as I think she goes to try to get around the Graveler uh, since it has been hitting her with the rollout, uh, which is not great at all. She's still hurting a little bit. Yeah, and as a result, she does miss the Clefairy. That is Luca's turn. It is then the Arbok's turn, who is currently... What about Fanta? Hmm? What about Fanta? Is after. (sighs) Arbok's me, Arbok's me, guys. That's the, that's the snake. The Arbok slithers forth and with fangs bared goes to bite down on Coconut. Arbok! 16 to hit. Yeah. 
That is going to be 17 points of dark damage from the crunch. Static? It was a four as well. So we're going to deal the proficiency amount damage in response. And at the end of the Arabox turn, it's going to roll a d4. It is still paralyzed. Great. Woo! You're hanging in there, Coco. Proud of you. On Tiny Tim's turn, uh, recognizing Fanta! that. No. <laughs> Fanta had 18. <laughs> On Tiny Tim's turn, realizing that he is not the muscle in this situation, says, Oh, Rotom, uh, you confused right on the Pikachu. I'll, I'll confuse you. She starts to wave her walk in the air. Coconut will be confused for one round. No! <laughs> you want to go first or Fanta go first? Fanta. Great. What's Peck. Fanta going to do? Peck. We rolled for Peck. Ooh, rolled for Peck. And that's okay. what I want. Who are you going to Peck? We're pecking the toad. Nice. We're pecking this gross toad. <laughs> pecking that little red pouch. <laughs> oh, no. You're trying to pop the balloon. What was it? Is it a one? As Fanta goes into attack, before he has a chance to land a blow, the Toxic Road goes to sucker punch him. Ah, uh, now one. Uh, That's a 25 to hit. It does, it does, it does, it dies. Ah, oh, that was the move I wanted to use. That is 14 points of dark damage to Fanta. I'm stressed, y'all. Which he should have. So seven points of dark damage. Still stressed. So that's Fanta's turn. Then you're up, Pearl. Oh, wow. Finally. It's just a ballroom blitz. Thundershot quick attack. Great. Okay. What was your confusion roll? What was it? Nine. Oh, yeah. Coconut is confused and hurts himself in his confusion. Oh, no. Okay, can I do something as Pearl? Yeah, you can do something. Uh, if your Pokemon can't do something when they're confused, you, the trainer, can make an action if you want. The big snake bit your mouse. Pearl calls the police. <laughs> you are dialing. Yep. You just see this happening, and you take out your Pokegear. Boop, 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 boop. Speed dial. You are in the process of doing that right now. It is then the Toxic Croak's turn. I'm so upset about the Nat one. That is very upsetting. I love it. I really am having a lot of fun. Okay. I just am stressed fun. You know that fun stress? Oh, yeah. That's stress fun. That's what I'm in, guys, right now. It's just a roll of the dice. You know, I've got game plans, but it's whatever the dice want, really. On its turn, the Toxic Croak will inflate the large sack on its neck once again and try to go for another mud bomb at Fanta. But it does not want to hit, as that's another 13. Yeah, that's right. Ah! That's incredible. So that's the Toxic Croak's turn uh, as Next. it thinks about maybe not doing that again. Come on, we're ready. On Bob's turn, the Graveler is going to go to roll out again against L. That's only a four. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Let's go, let's go. Plus eight, 12 misses. Come on, team, come on. As this big boulder is just rolling all around the living room and smashing into walls and this stuff, and L is able to sneeze out, duck out of the way. Yeah, you rock. Then Thwomp is going to have the Clefairy... You shadow screech against Grovile because it a did lot. something. Yeah. The other two in here did not hit anything last time, but Tarzan certainly did. As Tarzan takes 10 points of damage, we then go back to the top of initiative as Thwomp rounds it out. 
as we conclude that round. Uh, we are not even that far into combat, and the house is already a shambles. This large boulder going all over the place. Elle and the Toxicroak and also Fanta just hopping it. off the walls. I love uh, it. I think that uh, Tarzan, like, upon swinging the leaf blade, like, cut the couch some. Yes. Uh, the covers are all over the place in uh, Wallace and Sam's room. People tied up. It's just a lot right now. Oh, my gosh. While calling the police, Pearl looks down. She goes, ah, Velcro's shoes are still on. It's not a personal day anymore. <laughs> She kicks them off. <laughs> you kick off the shoes. Yeah. Back at the top of initiative with Luca. Go ahead and roll for Tarzan. Uh, three. Leaf blade again. Good. Yeah, cool. Uh, leaf blade on. Graveler again. Okay, another super effective leaf blade on the graveler. And I rolled a 14, but I have some ads on. Uh, I mean, with with what you have, 14 plus will definitely hit the graveler. Okay, great, 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 great. So roll that 2d10 plus six. 19. 19 points of damage. Wow, this sword is looking good. Double to 38. 38 is just barely over half of the Graveler's max. Okay. Uh, so it will just do the 19. Okay, uh, great. Because of its sturdy ability. Great. Uh, effectively nullifying it oh. being super effective. The Graveler is still looking like rougher and rougher as Grovile is chipping away at it with the leaf blade. I mean, it's You're literally doing he's, he's, he's doing, doing too, too much. much damage that the Graveler is resisting it, uh, which is absolutely buck wild that he's doing too much damage. Like if you'd rolled like two he lower. Should be done already, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He should be like beyond toast. Yeah. Absolutely bonkers. That's uh, so wild. It is then Elle's turn. What do you want her to do? Metaclaw Uncle Fairy again. 15 plus definitely hits. Great. Nine doubled to 18 yeah. points of steel damage Good as job, it is vulnerable. Elle. Oh, can we also do quick attack? That is only a seven for the quick attack, though, unfortunately. But a big hit from the Metal Claw, even though uh, strength that. is not her strong suit. She still gets a, a solid hit in. That is Lucas' turn. Now, the Arbok. That is a four, so Arbok is fine. Arbok is then going to go to uh, try to wrap Coconut. We know this move, Coco. Beaker. Natural 20. <laughs> oh, Oh, max, max damage on that roll. Uh, so that is going to be 20 points of normal damage to Coconut. And rolling a D4 at the end of its turn, it's only a two. So the Arbok is still paralyzed. But that's the Arbok's turn. As Coconut is now grappled, he's going to say, Rout him! Astonish him! But that's only eight total, though. Three plus five. As that is Tiny Tim's turn. And then he's uh, seeing that you have your pokey gear out and are trying to make a call. He's going to rush at you. Oh. He can't try to tackle you because I meant to do it to have him do that. But instead, it's Pokemon attacked. But it's fine. He's rushing towards you right now as you're trying to call the cops. But that is his turn. It's now Fanta's turn. Okay, D4. Yes. Which one? Peck. Peck in the toad. Peck in the toad. Please land. Trying to hit that toxic rogue. <laughs> Did it miss again? 13. 13 will miss the Toxic Rogue. Ah! Oh, I'm visually upset I'm standing. Tough to get some hits in tonight I'm on upset. everybody. Oof, oofa doofa. So Fanta's attack misses. I just need the pack to land, Fanta. It's because I'm not in the room. It's true. He, he, he is without direction right now. Oh, come on, dude. Focus. As he goes in for that peck, Toxicroak does go for another sucker punch. 
Yeah, okay, a, nat a natural 20, yeah. Natural 20 will hit. 13 points of dark damage from the sucker punch. Which I resist. Correct, which you resist. Ribbit. A dastardly. Ribbit. Luca, you have my permission to start boxing around Fonta if he'll start listening. <laughs> the toxic croak is just big and mean and hard to hit. I don't care. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know he's big and mean and hard to hit. He's driving crazy. <laughs> it is your turn. We're going to try to land sweet kiss. Trying to land sweet kiss. All right. And can I do quick attack too? Yeah, because it's bonus action. So sweet kiss. Let's see. It makes a wisdom save. It's cha. Ooh, that's only a three. Yes. It has no bonus to its charisma. It is not a charismatic snake. So proud of you, bud. So he's going to be confused for three rounds. Ooh, that's big. Okay, so that happens. And then you're going to quick attack. It is at disadvantage because you're grappled. Oh, that was a net 20. It's fine. At least it was on the second one. Yeah. Uh, it's 10. 10 does not hit the Arbok. Hello? Um, yeah, we're at the... What are you doing? <laughs> Pearl it, says on the phone. Well, give me that. No, 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 nothing to worry about. Um, hi, we need help. We're here, and we're at this lake house, and there's a bunch of mean guys with mustaches, and they're messing with our stuff, and they're breaking the house. They're breaking it. I hear it. What is your address? And you tell the address. Okay. <laughs> you have got them on the line. That is your turn. It is then the Toxicroak's turn. Who is going to, this time, actually do some strange hand symbols, and then it sort of, like, draws a line across the air with its long, pointed finger. Doctor Strange in this thing. It does. It does a little Doctor Strange as it uh, summons a shadow ball to shoot at Fanta. Six plus nine, 15. That is 13 points of ghost damage to Fanta. And he will have a minus two to hit on his next attack. Okay, uh, not cool. What a dirty move. It is then Bob's turn. And since the rollout missed last time, he says, all right, let's try something different to get a hit in. Smackdown. Seven plus eight, 15. Barely misses because L's AC is 16. Bless her. Uh, as she is just knowing that uh, she's she's in a rough, rough spot, is just nimbly ducking out of the way, dodging these blows. She's just that much faster than the Graveler. Proud of you, Al. On Thwomp's turn, he's going to say, uh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, jeez, Clefairy. Um, double slap. Use double slap. And the Clefairy is going to try to smack Tarzan. Six plus five, 11. Misses, misses the Grove Isle. Everybody's hard to hit tonight. It is not an easy fight for anyone. Everyone is having a bad time. Okay, back up to the top, Luca. But it's sort of kind of a weird fun time too. Gosh, I'm stressed. <laughs> okay. What's Tarzan gonna do? Uh, well, we'll find out. I mean, hopefully a leaf blade. Two leaf blade. Oh, two is quick attack. Oh, okay. So who's he gonna quick attack? Um, that's all it gets to do. Bummer. Well, that's his bonus action, so you can still roll again okay, for another let's one. Let's roll again. Um, six. So you get to pick. Mega drain and quick attack. Mega Drain and Quick Attack. Okay, which one do you want to do first? Uh, Quick Attack. On? The Mud Bowl. On what? Mud Bowl, the frog who keeps giving mud in his pouch. Ah, the Toxic Croak. He rolled an 18. 18 does hit. Uh, that's six. Six points of damage. Max damage on that Quick Attack for the Toxic Croak. Ooh, yeah. Okay, and then Mega Drain on Graveler. Cool. And that is 16 plus eight. Yeah, it hits. Hits, hits, hits. Wow. Tarzan right now is just an epic, like really inspiring person right now. Um, 11. 
Tarzan's got the fire in his eyes, much like Fanta, dealing with these former captors. Uh, he's showing no mercy. Nine. Eleven. Double to 22, as the Graveler looks very bad. Good. It looks very bad. Go home. And then getting back those hit points actually brings Tarzan back to full. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. This was the fight he's been craving in his soul and his fire. He's finally, he finally leveled up enough to be able to, I don't know, use moves, yeah. not get one hit KO. Yeah. Poor guy worked so hard for so long. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, that is Tarzan's independent turn. It's then Luca with L. What's she going to do? Who's she going after? Metal Clock Clefairy in Quick Attack. So first off, the Quick Attack, that is only a nine to hit. Metal Claw, that's a natural 15 plus three, so... Will hit with an 18. Great. Five doubled to 10 super effective points of steel damage. Good job, good job. The Clefairy seems to be in a tough spot. That is Luca's turn. It is then the Arbok who is both confused and paralyzed. Okay, great. So let's do confusion first. Does not hurt itself in its confusion. That rolls a 10, but paralyzed. That is a one on the D4, so is paralyzed. Okay, Incapacitated awesome. and restrained. Awesome. So I think that with that, then, it is not able to hold, hold. on to the uh, wrap on Coco. Yeah. Great, great, great. Break fee, buddy. That's the Arbok's turn. Uh, it's then Tim's turn, who uh, the Rotom is going to, like, float there, waiting for instructions. Its little toaster body is like, <laughs> it receives no instructions as Tim tries to tackle you and take away your pokey gear. All right, try it, Tim. I mean, Ted. Tiny who? That's just a six. He doesn't have, like, a bonus to his strength. So I think that you just yeet out of the way. I want to imagine that I put just stick my hand out as he's running fast. You stick the frying pan out. Yeah, the walk. Boom. You just smack him with the walk as he misses trying to tackle you uh, as you are still on the phone with the authorities. Yes, I mean, there is a snake in here. A snake? Um... Oh, all right. Well, that Come on, mushroom people. Tramella? We have got we have we have got officers on the way. Yep, they are on, yep, they are inbound. Inbound. Stay safe. I don't like snakes. <laughs> this phone responder says it is then Fonta's turn. All right, let's see what it does. 1. So that is two double kick. Double kick. Who wants the double kick? I just feel like this frog needs more. Okay, two kicks on Toxicroak. It's got to happen, guys. It's going to happen, happen sometime. Maybe this Toxicroak will fall. Okay, that didn't even land. 15 for kick one. Did you subtract the two from Shadow Ball? No. 13. 13 misses. 24, give me the damage. Oh, buddy, you made contact. Finally, the chain is broken. The Please. chain is broken. As that first double kick misses, Toxicroak goes for one last sucker punch. That one misses with a three, though. Three plus nine, 12 will miss. 11 points of damage. 11 points. Going to be half to six as it no! is a fighting type. <laughs> a partial fighting type and resists fighting. I can't stand this frog. It's a big bad frog this with a big bad mustache. frog is breaking me right now. Oh, I hate this frog. I'm sorry for anybody whose favorite Pokemon is a Toxicroak right now. Right, here's the thing. Toxicroak's cool, but he's bad. I'm not in a place to hear that. Okay. <laughs> but it does use the last of its sucker punches. All right. It is now out of PP on that move. Your turn, Pearl. 
Thundershock. Thundershock on the Arbok? Yeah. All right, that's at advantage because it's paralyzed. 23. 23 hits. 16. 16 points of electric damage. A solid little hit on the big snake. Can Coconut move? Yeah, Coconut is not grappled anymore. Coconut will move as far away as possible. Okay, cool. The Arbok is currently paralyzed, so he's not going to provoke an attack of opportunity in this in this moment. Uh, that does leave you close to the snake. That's fine. Cool. Anything else in your turn? Oh, quick attack before I go. Before he gets out of the way, quick attack. Before I eat it. Okay, uh, 22, uh, 6. Another 6 points of damage to the Arbok. Let's go, let's go, let's go. That is your turn. Back in the living room with Toxicroak, Fanta has finally made contact as they've just been like ducking out of the way of each other's blows. Anytime Fanta's tried to come in with a peck or a kick, the Toxicroak has ducked out of the way and just given a sucker punch and, you know, ducked back out of the way. Uh, It's been just a a real back and forth, a a trading of blows and a a lot of dodging between the two of them. And on the Toxicroak's turn, it is going to respond to the double kick with a brick break of its own. A shadow break. That's... Two! Yeah! Get on my level! Eleven does not hit. No, it does not. As again, their blows elude each other. And that way they are evenly matched. It's true. Two masters going at each other. Each one knowing what the other is going to do. The Graveler, who is looking very bad, is going to try another smackdown. That's a 15 plus 8. 23, which will hit L this time. Oh, buddy. Oh, no. I feel your pain. I'm getting there, too. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Rolled low on that. That's 12 points of damage. Double to 24. L had 25 left, so she's got one hit wow. point. Wow. I'm so proud of her right now. One hit point remaining. Ah! <laughs> L is still uh, just barely standing. Then on Thwomp's turn, he's going to say, All right, Cool Fairy, come on, try, try that double slap again. You got it, you got it. 14 misses. Okay. Back up to the top, it's Luca. Figure out what Tarzan's up to. First move. So Mega Drain? Who's he going to Mega Drain? Uh, the, the Graveler. Cool. That one. Dang. Ooh, that's a toughie. He had a breathe for one round. Yeah. Because he's carrying the team on his leafy blades. It is very, very true. He goes to, uh, I think that he sees that L is in a tough spot and goes to uh, try to help defend her. And uh, in the defensive action, doesn't uh, manage to get off a good mega drain, uh, but more so just tries to impose himself between the graveler and the sneasel. But that is his turn. It is then L's turn. What's she going to do? L is going to, I just need somebody to get someone gone, you know? Like, all right, if L can get Clefairy out during this experience. That's worth it. So Metal Claw and Quick Attack. Metal Claw up. Barely hits as 13 is the Clefairy's AC. Way to go, Al. And the Quick Attack is only 10, so that does not find purchase. But on the Metal Claw, let's see if she does it. Come on. Needed 16. She got 18. Yes! Bonus two points. Super effective steel damage. Woo! As the shadowy Clefairy goes down and is sucked back into its Pokeball. As Thwomp says, I'm not a fan of that. Get out there, Munchlax. Munchlax. And the beefy boy comes out. This house is destroyed. (laughs) It's in bad shape and it's only going to get worse. 
but the Clefairy has been KO'd. Uh, the Munchlax comes out, this round little guy that almost looks like he has a little burglar mask of his own with the little top of his head. Munchlax! That is Luca's turn. It's then the Arbok. The Arbok's gonna do its uh, confusion roll first. That is a nine, so the Arbok hurts itself in its confusion. Great. It was a nine exactly. Great. I've been there, literally. That is all it does on its turn, as Tim is still trying and not succeeding. As again, you are just whacking him away with the pan, and the Rotom, just of its own volition, is going to... It (laughs) tries to Thunder Wave Coconut just to try something. It has no effect because (laughs) of Coconut's electric typing. Good roll there, Rotom. But that is Tim's turn. Fanta. Fanta, Fanta, Fanta. Come on, Fanta. What's the bird gonna do? It's gonna kick. The bird's gonna kick. Okay. Who's the bird kicking? Not the toad. As much as I want to kick the toad, I could kick that toad all day. Graveler's on the verge, so I think we'll start with the new fresh boy, Munchlax. Okay, you're gonna go after the Munchlax with a double kick? Yeah. Roll to hit two times. (gasps) Nat 20. Oh, that's gonna hurt. So the first kick is a nat 20, and then the second is 21. Okay. Yep, that's that's going to hurt. Okay, go ahead and roll the crit first. Yes! Not looking good for this normal-type Pokemon. Things are looking up. It's a brand-new kicky world. I'm happy as a Fanta since love looked up and since love kicked up at me. Things are kicking up. And Fanta starts to do a little tap dance. Shuffle <laughs> ball change and hitch kick. On the hitch kick. Oh my gosh, that is eight damage. So that eight is going to be doubled first to 16, 16. for the crit. Oh. And then Plus add nine. eight to that. Nine to that? Yeah, because of Ace Trainer. Plus oh. One. So nine. Okay. So 24, 25. And then it's super effective. 50 points of damage from a single kick. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! <laughs> Things are looking up. It's a brand new world for Fata. Oh, I'm happy as a chick since love kicked up at me. Oh my god. Shuffle goodness. ball change. Hicks kick! The, the most powerful kicks. The m- Can I imagine oh. that little like when it when a bomb detonates that boom? Just a mushroom the, yeah. cloud. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh wow. Wowza. This okay. is the wildest fight for Fanta. Oh my gosh. Fanta was like, am I outclassed? Like, am I yeah. in over my head? And then goes over. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> the Munchlax is still standing, but it was rocked well, that by was this. Kick number one. So, so go ahead and roll that damage for the second one. Oh my gosh. It's just a four, guys. Everybody can chill. But four. 12, 13. Four plus nine. Plus nine. 13. Double to 26. Oh my god. When I say this Munchlax is barely standing, <laughs> I mean that. I'll just say it out loud. It this went from. It is cross eyed. It is like. <laughs> It's looking more like a mimic you now. Oh my gosh. Just it got beat to a paper bag. Immediately. Worse than you getting uh, somehow punched in the face by a fish earlier. Oh my gosh. Um, Fanta just on the hitch kick. And that's how mimic you was found. Got kicked so hard <laughs> by Fanta. so hard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Uh, w- when I say 
the Munchlax went from 80 to four. Oh. What just happened? Oh my. Oh wow. Um okay, that's fine. Uh Pearl, it's your actual turn now. <laughs> wow. Uh, Thundershock on the snake. Okay, at advantage. Okay. Wow, that was terrible rolls. It's just a twelve. Just a twelve. Yeah, I rolled a nat one and a five. Can I also quick attack? That's 13 plus 6, so 18. <laughs> Two points of damage. Two points of damage. At least it's something. Coconut's cowering in a corner. Coconut is not a fan of this very big snake. Yeah, and it's scaring my Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she's finally done with the phone call. You better get here. The authorities are inbound. So that was your turn. It's now Toxicroak's turn. Yeah, I think it still perceives Fanta as a very big threat and is going to shadow break. 18 to hit. Yeah. That is a total of 20 points of damage. Ugh. As Fanta uh, pulls away from the fight with the Toxicroak, shifts over and bah, bah, uh, lands just two devastating blows on the Munchlax. Uh, Toxicroak leaps up from behind and jabs that poison dart finger right down into Fanta. But that is the Toxicroak's turn. The Graveler, who is still up and hanging on... I think things are getting a little bit out of hand, and Bob knows that this Graveler's about to be on his way out, so he's like, Sorry to do this, boys. Magnitude! Every creature in the living room needs to make a dexterity save. Fascinating. I'll make it for L, Fanta, and Tarzan. L, natural 20. Of course. Boss. Tarzan, 13. He's got a lot on his dex saves. Okay. Fanta. Oh, wow. Fonta has a plus 13. Uh, 17. Ooh, okay. I rolled a four. Yeah, Tarzan has a uh, plus 11 on deck saves, so. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> so I think our squad made it through. Fonta said shuffle ball change and turn duck. Now, here's the thing. Munchlax and Toxicroak also have to make dexterity saves. Fail. As do Luca and oh, Thwomp. Okay. Toxicroak, four plus nine, 13 will not save. Yes. Munchlax, 12 minus two will not save. Yes, please, Munchlax. Go down from your own team's move. Please, Munchlax. Thwomp, flat 13 will not save. Yes. Go ahead and roll for Luca. 19. Flat 19? Yeah. 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 He has more than that, but yes, he's dexterous. He's good. You know what? Since L got a nat 20, this is a move that you take half damage on a successful save mm. and full on a fail. With a, with a crit, I'm letting her stay up for one more round. I think that's fair. She critted on that save. She's still hanging on with that one hit point. She's such a dream. And I'm not sorry about it. Uh, however, let's see how much damage everyone takes. I'm going to roll a D100 to see how many and how big uh, the dice are going to be that I'm going to roll. This is a really hard fight, you guys. <laughs> 42, so that's going to be 1d12 plus 5. Wow. Because magnitude is like, you roll the d100 to see like what the magnitude is, and like if you roll lower on the d100, you're rolling a lower die, but if you roll high, then you're going to roll, you know, a a larger amount of damage. Gotcha. Uh, So with 42, it's 1d12 plus 5. Oh, that's not going to feel great. 16 points of ground damage, which is going to be halved for y'all. 
eight, but it is going to be super effective against Fanta, so it is still going to be 16 points. The eight for Tarzan is going to be halved to four, not very effective points uh, since it is grass type. Luca just takes eight points. The Toxicroak being half poison type is vulnerable, so the 16 is doubled to 32 points of ground damage. Thwomp also takes 16 points. And the Munchlax is, is toast. It's absolutely toast. That Munchlax is the funniest story. It came, it went. I mean, wow. Thwomp's beefiest one. Just like that. And that hit was not good for Toxicroak as it gives just an evil look at the Graveler. Mm. That gamble did not pay off for Bob. Not at all. As Thwomp calls back the Munchlax and pulls out the Jigglypuff, get out there! Come on, Bob, that, w- that was incredibly not helpful. Ah, I thought it was going to go better than it did. <laughs> he specifically eyeballs L. <laughs> I was like, I thought I was going to take care of you. And maybe you, chicken, but no, apparently not. <laughs> yeah, the frog looks mad, but Jigglypuff is out now. We are not going to fall asleep. We are not going to fall asleep. We are not going to fall asleep. Everybody take an espresso shot or a little chocolate-covered espresso bean. Coconut, you definitely need some. Pika, Pikachu. All right, Jigglypuff, put him to sleep. No. It sings its dreadful song. This is the longest I've ever been up in my whole life. This isn't fair, Pearl says. The Jigglypuff Even is- though she's not there. <laughs> The Jigglypuff is going to roll to see how many hit points of creatures it can affect. It's going to try to put L to sleep and see if it can get Fanta as well. Okay, so with pretty low rolls, it is able to affect 21 total hit points. Minus one for L. L will fall asleep. How many hit points does Fanta have remaining? 16. Fanta also falls asleep. But that is Thwomp's turn. <laughs> as this time one of his Pokemon does something. I am really, my heart rate is up. But that takes us back up to the top with Luca. Roll for Tarzan. Mega Drain? It's gotta end the Graveler. Trying to take that Graveler yeah, out. it's gotta end it. Unnatural 20. Hits? Nine points of damage. Nine, doubled to 18. KOs Bob's Graveler. Thank you, Tarzan. As the big bad boulder is knocked out. And Tarzan is once again back up to full, staying in there strong. As the Graveler is KO'd, Bob says, Ah, get back in here. Get out there, Voltorb. And he sends out the Voltorb. There are just like craters in the floor, in the walls. This house will never resell. No, the, the resale value is tanked. Absolutely tanked. It is then Luca's actual turn. Elle is going to roll to see if she wakes up first. Come on, girly. 18, wakes up. Yes, that's L. That was a bonus action, so she's just got her regular action now. So Metal Claw on Jiggly. 11 plus 3, 14 hits the AC of the Jigglypuff. Yes, she's such a beauty. Strong, strong lady. Couldn't ask for anything more. 8, double to 16 super effective points of steel damage. So proud of her. But that is L's turn. Ending Lucas' turn as uh, he he's looking roughed up himself just from the uh, magnitude. Still got plenty of hit points, but it didn't feel great. Now the Arbok. I don't think it's confused anymore. Is no. that correct? So it is just going to roll to see if it is still paralyzed. That's a one. It's paralyzed. 
status conditions. Status conditions. Okay. The Arbuck can't do anything on its move. That's right. Tiny Tim, in full panic mode, uh, hearing that the authorities are on the way, slips past you and says, uh, oh, All right, Rotom, uh, go. Uh, use that. Uh, uh, confuse right. Let's just get out of here. Let's just get out of here. And goes to confuse Coconut. Oofa doofa. That's four rounds of confusion for Coconut from wow. the Confuse Ray. Wow. I don't even have to roll to save? Nah, Confuse Ray is just they become confused. But with that... Tiny Tim and the Rotom make their way out of the room, just totally ditching the hostages and everything. Good. Just nope. Big nope. Big nope from them. Uh, and he starts running down the hallway. Bob! Thwomp! There's people on their way! Dang it! Fonta's turn. Oh, buddy. So you gotta roll to see if he wakes up. It's an 11. Fonta is asleep. Pearl, it's your turn. Oh, no. Oh, Pearl doesn't know that that's happening. Yeah. I think she's going to try to get the lake boys untied. Okay. She pulls out a pair of scissors, and she wants to also get their Pokemon untied. I know they won't wake up. But you're trying to get them untied? Yeah. Okay, that'll take your action. That's okay. Okay. So you're going to start trying to do that. So you just give me a dex check really quick to try to untie that first knot. Fifteen. Fifteen. You essentially untie the knot that has got the Lake Boy's Pokemon tied up. And then roll confusion for coconut. Uh, sixteen. Uh, yeah, sixteen. He's good to go. He can attack the Arbok with advantage because the Arbok is paralyzed. Um, seventeen. Yep, hits. Three points. Big three points. The Toxicroak is then... He's got to make a choice. I think the Toxicroak can see that L is worse off and wants to deal with that. So the Toxicroak is going to go to uh, Shadow Break L. And it's going to take a really, really bad roll for him to not just do it. Yep, 17 plus. Uh, don't even need to roll damage since she just had the one hit point. Uh, L is KO'd. Oh, no. As L is knocked out, Luca pulls her back and he's like, you did great, you did great. Mikey, get on out there. Let's cause some mischief. Ha-ta. <laughs> so that was the Toxicroak's turn. On Bob's turn, he's going to say, All right, Voltorb, let's fry that chicken. Spark! 15 plus hits. What kind of a threat can we pose? That is 14 points of electric damage. And then Thwomp says, Okay, Jigglypuff, go to double slap that Grovile. 15 plus 6, 21. 10 points of damage from that slap. Does not hit again, as that's only a 1 on the D4. So just 10 points of damage to Tarzan going to take us back up to the top of initiative as now the living room still completely destroyed. I think that Toxicroak has shifted its gaze over to Fanta, seeing that the bird is still asleep to try to finish him off. The Voltorb has just let loose a spark. Haunter is now out instead of L as she hung in for so long. The Toxicroak is looking a little battered. And now at this moment, Tiny Tim is running down the hallway. Uh, you are unaware of, I mean, you can hear the sounds of a lot of commotion in the living room. She yells, Luca, how you doing? Uh, not the best. Not the best. Same. <laughs> and meanwhile, in the bedroom, the Arbok is still focused in on Coconut. Uh, even though it is paralyzed in this moment, you see it trying to wiggle its body loose once more. And Coconut is just confused and having a rough go of it. But we're back at the top with Luca now. What is Mikey going to do? Okay, Mikey's going to do hypnosis. Okay, who is he going to use hypnosis on? Um, The frog. Okay, he's doing hypnosis on Toxicroak. Yeah. Okay. Toxicroak is going to make a wisdom save. Oh, it was a 14. The DC's 15. Okay. Yes. 
The toxic croak is now also asleep. As Tiny Tim <laughs> runs in here, he's like, oh, what is everybody taking a nap? All the feathers in the couch are flying and stuff. The pillows, everything's destroyed. It's like we're sleeping on the job. We gotta get out of here. Mm -hmm. That's huge for Mikey if the toxic croak does not wake back up. But that's his turn. Uh, what's, what's Tarzan doing? Who is he going to use Fury Cutter on? He'd have advantage on toxic croak. Oh, well then definitely toxic croak. Since toxic croak is asleep. Thank you. Definitely toxic. I, I figured. 15 plus 8? 15 plus 8. Yeah, it hits. Eight points. Eight points of bug damage. Toxic Croak, not in a good spot. I mean, it's still doing okay, but that wasn't pleasant. Yeah. As again, just lashing out with this souvenir sword, Tarzan whoosh, hits with the Fury Cutter. It is then Tiny Tim's turn. I think that he sees what's going on with that Fury Cutter as he runs into the room. And he says, oh, no, astonish that one. Astonish that one. Natural one. Ah. With a natural one, I think that as the ghost toaster comes into the room, Mikey just gives it a, a wet willy. The next attack against the Rotom has advantage. Sure, why not? I don't even know if anybody will attack it next turn, but whatever. That is Tiny Tim's turn. Oh, it's Arbok's turn. Okay, cool. Um, let's see if it is still paralyzed on the D4. Two, it is not paralyzed. Oh, no. I think that you see like a bit of movement like coming up through the body of the snake as then this acid sprays out of its mouth at coconut. Make a deck save. Pearl also make a deck save. 22 for coconut. Okay. Five for Pearl. 18 points of poison damage from the acid uh, that we have for coconut. Coconut has fainted. Oh no, even with just nine points. Coconut goes down. Who are you bringing in? Oscar. Oscar. And Oscar the Breloom comes into the fray. So that is the Arbox turn then as it uh, let loose that acid attack, uh, which hurt. I think that it's like dissolving some of the paint off the walls. It's like sprayed onto the bed and like the pillows are disintegrating a little bit. This was not what I imagined for our personal day, Coco. As Coco goes down, they send in the big boys after you too. That's right, you know it. All right, all right, let's get him. Fanta's turn. See if Fanta wakes up. I believe. I want him to. Know that I want him to. I know you do. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Fanta is still asleep, but Pearl, it is your turn with Breloom. Mega Drain. Roll to hit. 18. 18. Still hits. 16 points of damage. 16 points is going to be halved to eight as it is resistant to grass type moves. Do you have a bonus action? Yeah, we'll do match punch. Mock punch? Misses. Okay, the mock punch misses as the Arbuck manages to slither out of the way. The Toxicroak is going to see if it wakes up. Ten. Nope. I get it. He's going to have a bad time very soon. Bob's going to say, all right, Voltorb, that Grovile is causing too much trouble. Uh, hit it with a charge beam. That's only a four plus six, uh, so that misses. Misses Tarzan. And... Thwomp's Jigglypuff has also had just about enough. Seeing this thing running around with a sword, not having a good time, goes to double slap Tarzan. That is a natural 20, though. That is eight, and it will hit again. That's another eight, and it will hit again. Plus another seven, and it does not hit again. So eight plus eight plus seven. 23 points of normal damage as this Jigglypuff just... Uh, just goes and slaps Tarzan. <laughs> and he does That's not. That's gotta be a fun move, I'm not gonna lie. Does not like it. 
He doesn't like it, as that is the most damage that's been done to Tarzan this whole time. But that is Bob and Thwomp's turns, which is going to take us back up to the top. Luca, still up with Mikey the Haunter and Tarzan the Grovile. What's Tarzan got? Four. Fury Cutter. Yeah, he rolled two and a four. Oofa doofa. Rough rolls, even with the advantage. I think that Tarzan was not expecting to get slapped so hard by that Jigglypuff. And uh, the 12 does miss. Roll one more time just to see if he does quick attack. Yeah. 16. 16. Uh, will hit. Who's he trying to hit? Uh, Froggy. All right. Going to hit Toxicroak with a quick attack. Three damage. Chipping away. Chipping away. Chipping away at the Toxicroak. It is then Mikey's turn. Okay. He's going to do Dream Eater on the frog. Okay. Mikey is going to use Dream Eater. That automatically works because he's asleep. This is exciting. He's never gotten to do this. That is 2d12 plus 4. 12. Oh, Twelve. Two 12s in a row. Twenty-eight. It's happening today. Get out of here, you frog. Ooh, twenty-eight. Mikey's like, this is the first time I've ever gotten to do this. <laughs> Mikey feasts. Fifty-six points of psychic damage. Super effective against the Toxicroak. The Toxicroak is KO'd. Yes, that's a win. Ooh, Mikey. Ooh, you ate my dream too. Ooh, that ghost is nasty. <laughs> Ooh, he's a bad boy. As the Toxicroak goes down. So that's his turn. It is then the Arbox turn. Who is going to, is going to first try to wrap the Breloom. 13 plus 8, 21. Eight points of normal damage, and Breloom is grappled. It is then Tiny Tim's turn, who, after being wet-willied by Mikey, uh, who, (laughs) you love to see it, is going to, I think with disadvantage, since nobody got to take advantage of the um, uh, advantage earlier, is going to just try to astonish Haunter. Uh, We'll still hit, though, actually. Okay. Uh, that is going to be 12 points of super effective ghost damage. His mm. Mikey's just like, the toaster has drawn his ire. <laughs> that is Tiny Tim's turn. Fanta. Ah, uh, Fanta needs to wake up. I believe, bud, I believe. No! No! Wait, wait, wait. Has he, has he been asleep for three rounds? Was that the fourth one? No! Wait, was that the fourth one? I that's the third one? Yeah! Okay, well, good news. That's the last one he can be asleep. He will wake up next turn. But dang, Fanta struggling. No! Riding the struggle bus. I'm upset! Okay, let's keep going. I'm dying. Pearl, it's then your turn. What are you going to do? We're running. We're running out of the room. You're running out of the room? I don't know why. I can't justify it character-wise, but we're running out of the room. <laughs> Just Are the knots done? A mother's intuition. Yeah. You untied the knots on uh, the Pokemon, but not on the boys. Oh. But the boys aren't, like, conscious right now. Yeah, but they could get beat up. It seems as though the Scraggy is, like, coming to a little bit, but, like, the boys are not up. Okay, we're going to try Macha Punch. You can make a strength save to try to get out of the wrap. 17. 
DC is 16, so you're out. Match, punch. Um, 16. 16 will hit, just barely, yeah. Three points of damage. Three points of damage, then what? That's another Mega Drain. Nat one, that's great. Oof. I mean, it wasn't gonna do much anyway, so. He just tries to maneuver out of the way, uh, but the tail knocks him and he gets like knocked upside down for a minute and has to take a moment to right himself. The Toxicroak is out of initiative. Bob and Thwomp just saw what happened from the Haunter to their boss's big bad boy, and that's a very bad thing for them. Bob says, Voltorb, charge beam at the Haunter. Six plus six, 12 misses. Jigglypuff, disarming voice. Which hits automatically with fairy damage. 10, but halved because Haunter resists fairy type moves. Five points of damage to the ghost lad. That's Bob and Thwomp's turn. Luke is up. What we got? Tarzan got roughed up that last turn. Mikey's still looking pretty good. Tiny Tim is still trying to warn Bob and Thwomp. You guys, we gotta give it up. We gotta get out of here. We gotta go. This is not good. It's very not good. He's like picking up the like just unconscious toxic croak and trying to like go toward the door. He's like, we, we gotta get out. We'll do shadow punch on the Rotom. Shadow punch on the Rotom. All right, that will hit automatically. So roll the damage. Okay, it's 90. 90? Yeah. 90 points from a 1d10 plus 6. Yes. Is it 9 points? Yes. 9 points of damage to the Rotom, as these ghosts are not very friendly toward one another. And then, uh, what's Tarzan got? Move number 4. His Fury Cutter. Awesome. Who's he using it on? He's using it on Voltorb. Voltorb, alright. 12 plus whatever. Hits. Great. 8 points of damage to Voltorb. Continues to swing the leafy sword with that Fury Cutter as Mikey simultaneously shadow punches the toaster. Then on Tiny Tim's turn, he's gonna say, oh, well, you just you just get him right back. You, you use Astonish. 16 will hit the Haunter. Nine, double to 18 super effective points of ghost damage. As the ghosts are now going back and forth with each other, it is Fanta's turn. He wakes up. He hit the maximum number of turns that he could be asleep uh, and he wakes up. Fanta wakes up, so scared. Fanta had a bad dream. Fanta, not doing good. Who is he gonna peck? Okay, we're gonna peck at the Jigglypuff. Peck at the Jigglypuff, roll to hit. Gotta see that bounce. A 15. 15, 15 hits. He hits something, Fanta hits. The boy, the sweet lad, the kick chicken himself, he hits again. To be fair, he did like three rounds worth of damage in one to that Munchlax yeah. earlier. 13 points of damage. 13 points. I just wish he would be less prideful and would come and ask for help. He will not though, is the I thing. Know. He, against his sworn enemies, would not retreat. Pearl, you are up. I think that you hear the ah of Fanta waking up. Uh, you do note that it sounds like a weak cacaw compared to his normal hearty ow. But you hear that from the other room. She starts to freak out even more. She's freaking out. Pearl wants to just hit this snake with a walk <laughs> so badly. Can I do that as just a free action? Like if you want to not like make an attack roll, we could just say that you are like doing non-damaging, just like hitting the snake with the walk. No, I want to damage it. You want to try to actually use your turn to hit it? Yeah. Your action on your turn? Yeah. You can, you can try. I, uh, she hears that and she just emotionally is like, no, Fanta! And she's going to hit this snake with a walk. I'm trying to make him stir fried chicken. Five. 
<laughs> you just hit the snake, uh, not doing any damage to it. Get out of here! Leave me alone! I want to be free! Bonus action? Matcha punch. Mock punch, roll to hit. She's not doing good, guys. She's been up so long. She's way past her bedtime. It's like 4 a.m. in the world. Okay, she's never been this so sleep deprived. It's a 20. 20 to hit. It's a seven. Seven points of damage to the Arbok. I just can't. Ah, it hurts me. That is your turn as it is then Bob and Thwomp's turns. Bob is going to continue to call out for another charge beam at the Haunter. 12 plus 6, 18 hits. 12 points of electric damage to Mikey as he's gotten roughed up over these past couple of turns. Uh, Not in a great spot as this bolt of electricity is loosed forth at him. And then the Jigglypuff Thwomp says, you know what, double slap, get that bird back. 18 to hit Fanta. And that is seven points of normal damage. Is Fanta still up? Fanta's fainted. Seven points took him out? Yeah. As Fanta goes down. And as that happens, I think that Luca yells out, Pearl, Pearl, we got a problem. Yeah, I know. And then that'll take us back up to the top with Luca, with Tarzan and Mikey. What have we got? Uh, Number four. Fury Cutter. It's a three, doesn't hit. The Fury Cutter misses against the Voltorb. Yeah. And then uh, what does Mikey, what is Mikey going to do? Hypnosis on Rotom. Hypnosis on Rotom. Wisdom save plus one. That is only a 10 as the Rotom falls asleep. That is Mikey's turn. On Tiny Tim's turn, the Rotom does not wake up and Tim is just trying to pull the Toxic like to just try to slap it awake uh, to be like, hey, hey, come on. All right, we gotta go. We gotta go. Come on. Uh, and as he is doing that, you, uh, I think that from the back room and certainly they from the living room can hear the faint sounds of sirens approaching, getting closer. All right, Pearl, it is your turn. Okay, we're just going to release Combi now that Fanta is out uh, there. And Combi is going to just drive this snake crazy and get it out of the room. Okay, so you're essentially uh, releasing Combi to use uh, as bait to try to lure the Arbok out of the room to go toward the living yep. room. So are you controlling Combi now and letting Oscar loose? Yes. Cool. All right, so Oscar's going to do his thing. So that's going to be your action. Uh, but I will say that the Combi does seem to get the Arbok's attention and the Arbok goes to try to snap after it and they start making their way into the living room followed by you and Oscar. Great. It is then Bob and Thwomp's turns. Bob is going to say, all right, Voltorb, uh, try to roll out the Haunter. Hit him where it hurts. That is an 18, so he will, in fact, hit him where it hurts. As Mikey takes six points of rock damage. Not super effective, though, so good for him. And then Thwomp is going to say, Jigglypuff, keep it up with the double slap on that Grovile. That is only a 13, which misses him by one. Takes us back up to the top with Luca. What has he got? Mikey's going to do Dream Eater on the Rotom. Okay, Dream Eater on the road. I'm go ahead and just roll those 2d12 plus 4. 16. 16 points of damage to the Rotom. 8 points back to Mikey as mm, he sucks up that good ghost energy. Drinks it right up. And then what's Tarzan got? 3. Three's going to be Leaf Blade. Who's he going after with that? Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff, roll to hit. 
Six plus eight, 14 does hit the Jigglypuff's oh, AC. wow, dang. I guess you're pretty puffy. Pretty puffy. 21. 21. With the sword, Tarzan strikes down upon the Jigglypuff, who is knocked out. Slicing a marshmallow in two. Slice it in twain! It's not sliced in twain, but the leaf blade does KO the Jigglypuff. And if you've ever taken a bite of a marshmallow, you know what that would look like. <laughs> so don't at us. <laughs> the Jigglypuff is KO'd as Thwomp is down to his last Pokemon with, okay, go, but it doesn't look good, but get out there. Why are you doing this? Pearl just yells as she comes down the hallway. We're just following orders. If you two would come quietly, this would have been done a lot quicker. What is it? Gulpin. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Gulpin comes out, and then it is the Arbox turn, who is chasing after George Foreman and is going to try to uh, bite her. That is a 17 to hit. 12 points of dark damage from the bite on George Foreman as she is trying to get the Arbok out of the bedroom, away from the boys. That is the Arbok's turn. On Tiny Tim's turn, the Rotom, that's a 10, stays asleep. It is then Oscar's turn. We'll put him in Fanta's spot, and then you're up after that. So what's Oscar gonna do? Is he gonna rush into the living room? Is he gonna try to uh, hit the Arbok from behind? What, what's he thinking? Um, I probably have to do the roll thing, right? Yeah, yeah, roll to see what he does first. Okay, it's six. Six, so you can choose what he does. We're going to punch this Rotom while it's asleep. Okay. 17. 17 hits. Uh, seven points of damage. Seven points of damage, and that's your bonus action. What do you want for your action? Okay, we'll Mega Drain the Voltorb. So, as Oscar busts into the room. Uh, that was a 13 to hit them. A 13 just barely misses the Voltorb. Okay, no worries. It is then George Foreman's turn. What is she going to do? Oh, she is freaking out. She can take the dodge action if you just want to make it harder for her to be hit, and she's just a distraction at the moment. Or she can just do an attack. Up to you. No, she's a strong little girl. She'll um, do sweet scent. The snake is not charismatic. That's a flat five. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so George it loves Georgie. Loves George. Uh, this Arbok is totally enraptured by George Foreman. It's a love that can never be. A love that can never be. A big snake and a bee? No mm -hmm. way. No, no way, way. No way. No way. But that is your turn then. It is then Bob and Thwomp. Bob is going to have Voltorb go for that rollout once again on Mikey. Why do you like that move so much? It's not like I could hear it a ton, you shouting, oh, this one's going to work, Voltorb. <laughs> you I shut your mouth. I just came in, but it hasn't worked, bud. <laughs> it's going to hit with a 17. Good thing it rolled low on the dice because it doubles when it hits consecutively. So that's only six plus one. So only seven points of damage to Mikey. And then on Thwomp's turn, he's going to say, Gulpin, uh, acid spray, acid spray the Grovile. That was a 18 plus. Gulpin hits with the acid spray and Grovile succeeds on the con save. So he'll just take the damage, but he won't uh, have his AC reduced by one. But he does take 18 points of poison damage as uh, Tarzan is uh, starting to look like he's in a bad way as well. He hasn't been uh, sipping any of the uh, health out of anybody else for a while, so he's in a rough spot. But that is his turn. It's then Luca. Mikey and Tarzan both see the large snake as it comes in, enraptured by George Foreman the comb bee. What do we got? 
Um, let's try to get this thing to sleep. So, uh, wisdom save from the Arbok. Flat 11. The Arbok goes to sleep. Not very smart. You should have studied. You should have studied. You should have. As Mikey puts the Arbok to sleep, what has Tarzan got? Tarzan's doing quick attack. A quick attack? Okay. Who do you want it on? Do you want it on the Arbok? Do you want it on something else? Let's have the Rotom. Okay, quick attack in the Rotom? Yeah. 17 hits three points of damage to the Rotom. Then go ahead and roll another uh, D6 to see what move. Who's he want to Mega Drain? I want to Mega Drain that Pokeball. Okay, go ahead and roll the hit. Nom, 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 nom. That one would look better with a mustache. True. 16. 16 hits. Roll that big Mega Drain. It's 12. 12 points of damage and six back to Tarzan. Nom, nom. Nom, 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 nom. As he hits the Mega Drain and the Voltorb did not like that. As that is happening, you can hear the sounds of the sirens getting closer and you see the flashing of lights coming down the road. All of the Team Nasty guys do notice this now and are sufficiently worried. Rotom wakes up, but Tiny Tim's going to spend his action actually giving a revive to the Toxicroak so the Toxicroak can get up and they can get out of here. Imagining a Toxicroak limp and being carried out is a great image, though, especially by Tiny Tim. That's why Tiny Tim is giving the revive, because he uh, cannot carry this big, big frog. But that is his turn. It's then Oscar and then your turn, Pearl. What you got? Oscar will ma-chop the punch on the snake. Okay, so he's going to mock punch the Arbok, roll to hit with advantage because it's sleeping. 19. 19 plus, yeah, hits. Five. Five points of fighting damage, and then what's he going to do? Mega Drain, Voltorb. All right, Drain! Drain that Pokeball. 18 plus 7. Hits. There you go, trash man. There you go, trash man. He's getting back in that trashy groove. 8 plus 6. 14. Mm-hmm. And 7 points of health back to Oscar. The Voltorb is looking real, real bad. On Bob's turn, the Voltorb is going to keep using rollout against Mikey. Why? Because it's working. Ooh, Mikey got real lucky, though, because that was only a one. Uh, Yeah, that's right. That one is tripled to three, so it's a really good thing that it was just one. That roll torb has nothing on us. Uh, So that's a total of four points of damage to Mikey. Meanwhile, the gulpin is going to try to use toxic. Go on, poison it on Tarzan. Tarzan's making a con save. Gulpin's here, too. It looks like a pillow on his couch. (laughs) And Tarzan is poisoned by the gulpin. How dare you, you little macaroon, come in here. How dare. Back up to the top. Mikey and Tarzan going to do their thing. Tarzan's attack is going to be a disadvantage because he's poisoned now. But Mikey can just go to town. I think I know what Mikey's going to do. That's right, folks. It's going to eat your dreams. Go ahead and roll that. Get those fresh nightmares, those fresh frolics, those fresh daydreams. Take them all. He's going to take them all is the thing. Go ahead and roll 2d12 plus 4 against that Arbok and then double it. 15. 15 doubled to 30 points of psychic damage as Mikey gets back 15. Is looking much better as he only had 16. The Arbok has so, so few hit points left as Mikey drains the energy from it. And then what's Tarzan doing? Uh, Tarzan will end this snake any way it can. It's the third move. 
Leaf Blade. And it will come down upon it with a wrath of the might and glory. Okay, so it's going to be even roll because advantage from the sleep, but disadvantage from poison. So it's That's just a flat roll. totally fine in this scenario. 14. 14. I think that he's like about to land this blow on the Arbok, but then there's a, there's a tinge of pain from the poison as... Poor guy. No, as Tarzan does not feel good from that, but it's... Tiny Tim's turn, uh, who is like helping get the uh, Toxicroak up, and he's trying to like run it out the back door. Like, we got, let's go, let's go. I'm not here to get, nope, I, I don't like it. Uh, I'm a coward and I don't care. You do what you want. I'm leaving because the boss is poking. Nope, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Tiny Tim is running. He's afraid and running. His toaster is following him. Good, he should run. He's an intern. This is not, th this right here? Nope. But then it is your turn with Oscar and George Foreman. What are you doing? Oscar first and then Georgie. Oscar, Mega Drain, Voltorb. 13 plus seven. Hits. 14. 14 points of damage? Mm-hmm. It had exactly 14 hit points remaining. Yes, for once, 14 worked out to be a good number. Booyah. Another one bites the dust. Bob sends out his last Pokemon, a coughing, as uh, he and Thwomp are also looking to make their escape, uh, seeing the sirens and lights approaching, getting closer and closer, uh, and Tim making his way out the door with one of the boss's Pokemon. The other one stuck on the ground. George Foreman's up. What's she gonna do? George is gonna do the biggest thing she has, which is... Gust. Gust it. Roll advantage. 18 plus 5. Yes, it hits. Come on, Georgie. Give him the gust with all your might. 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. George blows it away. Tell me how George blows this. Blows the big snake away. George blows the big snake away. George, George Foreman blows the big snake away. George looks into its eyes and in a language that only can be communicated through animals and pokies, looks at it and says, you wish. Because it's a love that can never be. And she looks deep into its soul and says, we will never be together. And I mean be. For evil lies inside of you! And then she gusts it, and the snake scales shed off of its body. <laughs> <laughs> and it knows it has a love that it can never attain. And that makes it disintegrate in all time and space. <laughs> and then George has a single tear come down off her cheek as she imagines what might have been. Little, little, sweet, little, little combies with little rattles at the end of their tails. But no, she shakes it away. <laughs> and no, she's chosen the right decision to be a free woman. <gasps> and that's how she takes care of him. With that, George Foreman, a true queen, 
flaps her wings, the hardest she's ever flapped, uh, seeing just how much danger and how much these uh, awful, awful people have hurt her friends, lets forth a powerful gust, which blows the snake away. And I think the Arbok like slams into Bob and Thwomp and the gust provides them a tailwind as Bob just tells the coughing to give them a smoke screen to try to cover their escape as they are hightailing it down the beach, uh, trying to get away from the authorities, which are now very, very close to here. Are you pursuing at all? Are you letting them Pearl run runs away? out the front door. Okay. Pearl runs around to the side of the house. Okay. Pearl tries to see where they went. They're running along the beach toward the edge. You see they almost, much like uh, your car keys, tink, tink. Bob clicks a button on a little dongly and a Team Nasty submarine emerges I from the lake. It. Pearl runs as fast as she can to try to catch up. All right. You're running at the same pace as them. There's sirens and there's lights behind you. You're running. Is it just you? Is one of your Pokemon next to you? What are you doing? My ponytail comes out. <laughs> your ponytail is not with you My right tangerine. now. Tangerine. Tangerine is I not there currently. On a flaming horse. <laughs> tangerine is not there currently. You're keeping pace with them at the moment as they are slowed down uh, a bit by you know all of the uh, just how how roughed up everything is. I would like to actually chuck Sealy towards the submarine. What's Sealy going to try to do? Sealy's going to try to icy wind it. Is she going to try to, like, freeze the water yeah, around the gonna, submarine? No, Yeah, yeah. She's going to try to freeze something. Okay, roll, roll the hit. Okay. Uh, 17. 17 hits the submarine. Okay. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to hurt I, the submarine, or are you trying to freeze the water around it? I'm trying to ice it so much that it actually can't, like... That it can't move. Move. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is the what is the damage for Icy Wind? Seven. Seven. Okay. The guys currently, uh, they are, like, sloshing around in the water right now trying to get to it because, obviously, it can't just come up from, like, the sand. But they are making their way to it right now. They're trying to get in there. It has not had an opportunity to leave yet. Seely can continue trying to hit it with the Icy Wind to uh, continue to freeze the water if that's what you want to yeah. do. Okay, go ahead and just roll the damage again. You've already hit it once. It's just like she's continuing. 19. 19. Yes. Seven. Seven more. That's 14. You see the lights are bright next to the Salvatore cottage. Destroyed. Absolutely wrecked. You're seeing the real beams and the the handiwork of the the framing. Yeah. <laughs> you can see like cracks in the side uh, of absolutely demolished drywall. <laughs> With that move from Sealy, Team Nasty uh, has hopped into the submarine and they're about to try to start to get it away. Go ahead and do another Icy Wind if you want to see if you can contain them. No! Essentially, it's going to be whatever strength check the submarine itself has to have to get unstuck. It's like in a big ice cube, essentially, at the moment. Pearl's like throwing rocks and seashells and, and everything she can. Okay, yeah, I want to do Blizzard. Okay, Blizzard? Yeah. Cool. Roll your stuff with advantage because you've already, like, kind of got it in a big big blocky of frozen water. Nat 20. Nat 20. Yeah. Ooh! Okay. Roll, roll, roll your blizzard. Is it damage from blizzard? 14. Okay, so that's been a total of 28. At this point, uh, I think that there are officers, Jenny and otherwise, sprinting down the beach. Pearl's yelling, over here, over here! 
trying to make their way over towards you. Uh, they see all of this happening, and they see that the submarine is trying to get away. The submarine's going to try to bust out. With a 13, it is struggling to break free of the ice. The officers are getting closer and closer. What are you doing? Over here! Blizzard. Another blizzard. Yeah. Go, yeah, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. You've got this Team Nasty submarine stuck in an ice cube. 19. 19. Uh, any progress that they might have made toward getting the submarine out is nullified and then some, as the submarine is still having a hard time trying to move, trying to move, but not able to do it. Uh, I think that out of the top of the submarine, you see Tiny Tim with a little, like, plasticky yellow thing uh, that he, like, rips a cord on and tosses into the water. <laughs> you punk! Which inflates a, a little life raft. Uh, you then see the Rotom pop out of the submarine. It seems as though it has taken a new form. There was a fan down in the bottom of the submarine. The Rotom sets itself on the edge of the lifeboat. Tim says, toss him, toss him. You're going to be in even worse trouble if you don't. You see Bob and Thwomp hopping over the side and like just chucking the toxic croak and the Arbok into the lifeboat. As Tiny Tim begins to speed away across the lake. I want to use my fishing rod. (laughs) I want to try to catch them on my fishing rod. Only in that 20 will do. Correct. And I know that. (laughs) And it's a 13. A 13. But I whiff it so hard, I just give it my full might. Uh, You toss the rod out, but at this point, Tiny Tim and his Rotom, along with the boss's Pokemon, are just too far across the lake as you see them uh, speeding off. Go! And we jump in the water. (laughs) We start swimming. (laughs) Swim, you beautiful seal! (sighs) Oh, my gosh. At this point, uh, in the frozen submarine, Oof, yeah, no, it is not able. Seely has ice cubed it too, too good. Bob and Thwomp are having a hard time getting away. Uh, the submarine is not moving as the uh, authorities are closing in on them. But meanwhile, you're going to go try to try to hop after him on Seely? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and just make just make a strength check for Seely. Five. Five. Perhaps if she was a larger dugong, but uh, her not being that big and then you trying to ride on top of her to, to catch Tiny Tim uh, with his essential motorboat that he is uh, MacGyvered together, uh, they are speeding along. And with your five, I am sorry, but you, uh, you see them speed across the lake in the direction of the west. In the light of the very, very early morning, uh, you see Tiny Tim along uh, with the battered and bruised Arbok and Toxicroak uh, speeding across the lake. But Bob and Thwomp are surrounded and finally, finally apprehended. Really? They couldn't get away in the submarine. Really? They couldn't do it. They got, they didn't get in the lifeboat? There wasn't room. They made a choice. They said, we're going to, it is worse for us to go back, not with the Arbok and Toxicroak, than it is for us to be arrested right now. That is the decision that they just made. Wow. There was too much ice. Wow. We did something. We've broken something in the Team Nasty. We've made progress. Wow. 
Oh my gosh, wow, I can't believe that. Wow. Ice cubes float. Oh my gosh, Pearl is just watching them getting, you know, surrounded by officers. It's an amazing thing to witness. That's them, that's them, that's them! Bob and Thwomp are apprehended. Oh my goodness. And I think that that is where we'll end this one. Hey, Daniel here from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. The show you've just been listening to is part of the new and upcoming Podicon Go podcasting network. What is Podicon Go, you ask? We're a group of independent creators that are committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that is clean, fun, and appropriate for all ages. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and show your love for this show with a five-star review. Every time you do, you're helping to support family-friendly content for everyone to enjoy. Postcards from Poa and Crush Company Jr.